1: Hey everybody, I'm John Cena.
0: Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's
1: Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle,
0: the king of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Lou Gowen is. Quote the Ravens. Nevermore. Support Wrestle
1: Talk. Do
0: it, bro.
1: But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you should follow them and subscribe right
0: now. Ali told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ali. Support Luke. Support Russell Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Russell Talk. Oh better yet, take just a moment. stop what you're doing and bask in their
1: glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe.
0: Congratulations, you got here. Now
1: subscribe and support. Thanks. There has been a shock. WWE return I'm Ollie Davis. This is Lou Cohen. We just watched Clash of Champions 2019. And in the co the semi main event of Rowan versus Roman Reigns, one of the biggest storylines in WWE, it had been originally meant to peak at SummerSlam with Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, but then it was extended and changed and rewritten, and writing teams were completely restructured to now Rowan versus Roman Reigns. And in the end of that match, when Roman was on top, he was going to do a long running spirit scene down the ramp. Running reins. Running reins. The camera saw a giant big boot hit Roman as he was running. The camera pans back to reveal the return of Luke Harper.
0: Getting his first name back
1: as well. Yes, just like Eric Rowan. Now, this puts both these guys back together again. After their Wyatt family days with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. After their Bludgeon Brother days. A tag team that was dominating SmackDown. They won the tag belts. WWE didn't really know what to do with them because they were such a dominating force. But then they both got injured in various ways. And that derailed them for a year until WrestleMania. Luke Harper over WrestleMania weekend asked for his release from the company.
0: Yeah, he voiced his displeasure about working the World Collide tournament. He felt he should be on a much bigger stage. He was in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and had that spot with uh, Strowman, which apparently was a bit of a disaster, and he had to really try and protect people within all of that. And then, yeah, a few weeks after that, he was like, I'm done. I'd like to request my release. I'm not happy in this company. And the report was that he was done, the company were done with him, and... They had artificially extended his contract due to the injury, and he was likely not going to be out of the company until April next year, and it was very, very unlikely that we'll see him back on television.
1: Yeah, because apparently, according to reports backstage, Vince McMahon just suddenly decided, I don't like you. Mm -hmm. Uh, What what was the rumour about it being about a southern accent? It was
0: during the old Wyatt family days, Luke Harper, who's from New York... Couldn't do a southern accent, and so Vince had a stigma against him. The entire for the entirety of his WWE run was like, well, he can't do a southern accent, so why are we bother pushing
1: him? If that sounds insane, this is a man who legit screams at people if they sneeze. Yes, and he gets angry with himself if he sneezes because that shows a lack of control.
0: It's a man who uh, won't shave his, or he keeps, constantly shaves his beard because he doesn't want to let the beard win. <laughs> it's
1: my favorite story.
0: So Luke Harper is back. Oh, sorry, one more. A man who heard the story that Gerald Briscoe or J.R. farted in a car once so much that it made Gerald Briscoe throw up. That Vince McMahon thought it was so funny he spent the entire day trying to fart in front of Gerald Briscoe and pooped his pants.
1: Yes. So this, this Rowan and Luke Harper partnership... I kind of thought it was going to happen earlier this year when Rowan and Daniel Bryan were first paired together. That was only in January. Yeah, yeah. And then we all thought, all oh, Royal Rumble time or Elimination Chamber time or Lane time. Luke Harper's going to join the gang too. It's going to be an inversion of the Wyatt family, but now under Bryan's eco-warriors thing. But no, Rowan's character motivation has been, I'm going to do it by myself now. I'm the master manipulator. I'm the mastermind. I'm going to pull the strings. I'm not a puppet. So, is Luke Harper under his control? Are they working together? I don't know. I don't think WWE know either.
0: And they'll, they'll have some excuse on Tuesday. I'm going to say only use the word excuse. Because this does feel, this whole storyline has felt week to week. What do we want to do this week? We'll have a fake Rowan. Uh, what do we do this week? Uh, Buddy Murphy will say it's this person. What do we do this week? Buddy Murphy says it might not be that person. I mean, we'll just make this up as we go along. And, yeah, they'll come on Tuesday and they'll be like, yeah, no, so actually this is the real story behind the attack. And I think we're going to build to the dream team of Rowan and Brian versus the, the Bludgeon Brothers. Roman and Brian. What did I say? I think you said Rowan. Uh, it's d- easy to get them d- mixed up. It's also half past three, but I did mean Roman and Brian. Thank you very much for correcting me. I
1: think we all knew uh, so, that, and that wasn't the only Wyatt family occurrence in the main event scene Because of course you had Rowan and Roman go on uh, second to last The main event was Braun versus Seth Seth won, he retained after many a curb stomp Four And a pedigree And a pedigree The pedigree was what done it <laughs> And he's celebrating up the ramp The copyright logo appears We both kick back, Ah, huh, there was no fiend it, This is an NXT we're not gonna get. We're not gonna have a post-credits. And we were brilliantly worked because then, <coughs> sounds like a phone vibrating <laughs> and an alarm. The fiend appeared. He had Seth in his arms, cradling him, ready for the sister. Abigail hits the sister. Abigail on the on the bear in mind was on the ramp, the top of the ramp, and then chokes him out with the mandible claw while screaming what I heard as die.
0: Yeah, I couldn't quite work out what he was saying, because I couldn't work out if it was... Because Bray was screaming, well, The Fiend, was screaming something. But also, Seth was going... (laughs) So I couldn't quite hear what was going on. Well, I know what Seth was saying. (laughs) John. I need your help, John.
1: This is, of course, building to their Universal title match at Hell in a Cell. And that's the next pay-per-view, October 14th, I want to say, off mm-hmm. the top of my head. And they had a pay-per-view package run for this to promote it. We're getting the red cell again, folks. Oh, yeah, the big red cell. Oh, yeah, that's 2019 too, of course. The big red cell made its debut last year. Yes,
0: uh, and this is what we've... So this was kind of leaked by the uh, the building itself that, that Bray White was... Challenging him. They then turned it into a storyline on Raw and SmackDown. A storyline that the commentators, for some reason, kept ignoring. Um, And now that the Seth Braun story is out of the way, we can now focus on Seth versus The Fiend. Got a nice four-week build uh, leading into Hell in a Cell. And if you want to hear what Laurie and I think about that, Saturday's Wrestle Ramble was chock full of us chatting about should The Fiend win. What Mm. what do you think?
1: I think he should, yes, as well. Uh, But please comment with your thoughts down below, too. Should The Fiend get the Universal title at Hell in a Cell? Uh, Elsewhere on the show, we got two title changes, both of them the tag belts. Yes. So we've got...
0: One one of those was expected.
1: Yeah. Bobby Roode and Dolph Sigler, the impromptu tag team, only came into existence about four weeks ago, beat Braun and Seth at the start of the night, at the the main card, to become the Raw tag team champions.
0: Yes. uh, Braun and Seth had some... They sort of bumped into each other. I think Braun uh, bumped Bobby into Seth, or Roberts rather, into Seth. And that sort of like led to the the finish where, yeah, they laid out Seth Rollins with the glorious DDT to get the win.
1: Yeah, uh, and that didn't really play into the main event of the Universal title match. So that was all a bit wasted. But the more shocking thing is Raw Tag Team The Revival beat The New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships.
0: Yeah. Bit of a yeah, weird one this, because the storyline essentially died a couple of weeks ago when Revival took them out of TV and mm-hmm. we were expecting a New Day return this past week on SmackDown, and we didn't. And this show started on the pre-show with them teasing that Xavier Woods wasn't there, only to reveal then five seconds later that he was, and they're both fine.
1: Yes. Uh, but yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see where that goes especially because something else that was confirmed on this show reported earlier in the day but leaked a couple of weeks ago by the dirt sheets was that wwe will indeed have a two-day draft the second week of smackdown tapings when it moves to fox so that will be the 11th of october and the 14th and the 14th of october for raw on the monday so it starts off on the on the friday episode of smackdown so when's hell in a cell so you carry on i'm just going to find out when oh, hell yeah cells... so I probably mucked up the hell in a cell date there so yeah that's uh we'll have a draft and presumably revival will go to smackdown what well, it's, on, it's be... on the 6th so it'll be after
0: after hell in a cell that's when we get the draft
1: right uh, oh so it's hell in a cell's that early yeah so it's not a four-week build
0: uh, no, it's a it's like a it's a, th- it's a two week bill, basically.
1: No, well, yeah, because it's the oh, it's three weeks. Yes, yeah, the sixteenth uh, today. Yeah. Blimey, the pay per views come thick and fast around this time of the year. Yeah, Remember last year with all the <laughs> super shows in Australia and Saudi. Uh, so Sasha Banks didn't win, well, yeah. she did win. But she didn't win the title. Yeah, she won by DQ in a spectacularly lame finish. Mm, It was a really good match up until that point. Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks were having, uh, really got the crowd into it, a barnstormer, Some really, really inventive spots in it. But then some Eddie Guerrero shenanigans. Becky got the chair, Sasha ducked. Becky knocked out the referee. I think Rudy Charles is still selling it. Oh yeah, he was, referees do. he
0: was down for the count. They brawled around the building. Mm. But it was, it was odd because on commentary they announced this match has been thrown out. Um, Sasha has been, sorry, Becky has been DQ'd for striking the referee. But the live crowd didn't know this. So the live crowd was still hot because they thought the match was going on. And then slowly and slowly and slowly started to get quieter when they all started to cotton on this match isn't going on anymore. Yeah. I think the referee had gone out the ring, he'd been taken away, and they were like, yeah, we're not getting an ending to this. And they booed the finish.
1: Yep, yeah, and it took the steam out of uh, the following match, which was Autumn versus Kofi, which didn't have that much steam anyway. No, it went long. And also, there were no 24-7 title changes, because no, none whatsoever. WWE appeared to have grown bored with that.